0: Yeah. Hey, five on the right, two on the left, man, you know what time it is. Yo. We just moors in America, soared through the shores, and endured criminal acts of war on our character. Seven years after the fourth score, no reward, shout out to the most courageous, they was jumping over, barriers. Where does that compare to you? We come from a place where you scared to visit our area. We come from a place where it's scary for good Samaritans, heavy luggage we carry in, babies having babies, it's crazy being American. Praise the one and only Allah, there's no comparison, la elaha. Ila Allah, Allah, body and beverage Laughing at you clowns like haha, dodging the Nephilim. Conquer low self with a high, follow your regiment. Way before they came, we were gods, and now we specimen. Try to take the light from our eyes, thank God for Edison. Then they put the wool on our eyes, it's so embarrassing. Now we travel frequently, we should invest in Sheraton. All of us got gold on our bodies whenever we stepping in. Screaming Ramadan, Mubarak, training the flesh again. Wishing we could move as a unit. Just like the Mexicans Dodging all the foods with estrogen Synthetic medicines All sin is devilish Sometimes the decisions that you make Come for a better gift Sometimes when you sin is to relate to all your brethren Heavenly gates all in our face We the champions We live in the sky We see the angels on the chariots Waiting on the $20 bill Face a Harriet I bet you I'm a carry it. I'm in love with music To the point I want to marry it But my love for people is greater So I write messages Largest spending power, but we still sit at a deficit. Living amongst prejudice, even at our residence. More's in America flourishing, excellent. Let's buy up some neighborhoods and grow my own president. Yeah. And I come to you today with all intentions of spreading love, truth. Peace, freedom, and justice.
1: All right. All right, Moore, Stand up, get hyped up. That's the anthem Moors in America created by the brother Sean Bay. Make sure you go to his links in the description. Check out his platform. That brother's doing great things. We appreciate that, brother, for making that Moors in America anthem. All right, so we're gonna be getting started today. First and foremost, but before we do, we always rise giving most, uh, excuse me, the highest praise to the Creator. Most High our Father God alive. We extend honors to our prophet, Uncle Drew Ali, and we also extend honors out there to everything Moorish. Honors also to all the light bringers here. Everybody watching, we hope that you click, like, and share this video. Um, get tuned in to the true and living, Boys in America. always I'm your brother Lloyd Douglas also known as Sharif Ali. Here we uncover and bring glorious light to all issues pertinent to the Moorish American paradigm. That's what we do here, clearing up the cobwebs and the confusion. um, Today we're going to be letting know what this Moorish divine national movement, what this nation building and everything that we intend to do, what it's all about, how we get it done, making sense out of it. This is one that you want to share One that you're going to want to check out. Hope you're enjoying your day. And we're not going to take up too much of your time. Here we go, Morris. Hey, here we are Moors, um, before we really get started, um, just want to make sure that everybody heads over to moorishfez.com to get your fez.
2: Make sure you go there, moorishfez.com to get your fez, and um, here we go Moors. Highest quality handmade fezes. Crafted fez with the finest wool, complete with tassel and leather sweatband. Wear the national headdress of Moorish Americans with pride and respect. 3XL size Fez is a comfortable fit for brothers with dreadlocks. Shipping worldwide. Go to moorishfez.com to order.
3: prayer.
1: Stand facing the east with our heels together, feet at a 45-degree angle, and then holding up our arms in a cactus pose with two fingers on the right, five fingers on the left. Please repeat after me. Allah, Allah. Allah. Father of the universe.
4: Father of the universe.
1: Father of love. Of love truth, truth. Peace. Peace. Freedom. Peace. And justice. Justice. Allah is my protector. My protector. My guide, guide. And my salvation. My salvation. By night and by day. And by day. Through his holy prophet. Only proud Drew Through Ali. Through Ali. Amen. All right, Islam, Morris, I want to announce that this meeting is now open. This is the Morris Science Temple of America, Temple 30, Columbus, Ohio. First and foremost, we rise, giving the highest praise to the Most High, our Creator, our Father, God, Allah. We extend honors to our divine prophet, Noble Drew Ali, for bringing us our divine creed and nationality so that we may learn to love instead of hate. We also extend honors to the forerunner, to the prophet, our dear brother, Marcus Mosiah Garvey, for preparing the way for our prophet. And we extend honors also to our Moorish and the American flag. We extend honors also to the charter and its 10 wonders. And we extend honors also to the first appointed Supreme Grand Sheik by our prophet, and that is our brother, Emily Il. We extend honors also to all members of the Moorish Science Temple of America, including all adepts, all sheiks, and all faithful Moors that make up the grand body, excuse me, of this Moorish divine and national movement. And we extend honors also to the office of the current, Supre- of the uh, excuse me, Supreme Grand Sheik and the office of the Supreme Grand Council of the more science temple of America. Islam, Brother Jackson Bay, if you are able to please read
3: our divine constitution and bylaws. Islam Rachel.
5: Islam, Grand Sheikh, I rise giving perfect praise to Allah, honor to the Prophet Jerali, honors to the forefathers and foremothers, and honors to the Asiatic nations and the Muslims all over the world. Salvation, Allah, Unity, the Morris Science Temple of America, the Divine Constitution and Bylaws. Act One, the Grand Sheikh and the Chairman of the Morris Science Temple of America is empowered to make law and enforce law with the assistance of the Prophet and the grand body of the Morris Science Temple of America. The Assistant Grand Sheik is to assist the Grand Sheik in all affairs if he lives according to love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice, and it is known before the members of the more science temple of America. Act 2. All means are to be opened and closed promptly according to the Circle 7 in love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Friday is our holy day of rest, because on a Friday the first man was formed in flesh, and on a Friday the first man departed out of flesh and ascended unto his father God Allah. For that cause Friday is a holy day for all Muslims all over the world. Act three, love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice must be proclaimed and practiced by all members of the more Science temple of America. No member is to put in danger or accuse falsely his brother or sister on any occasion at all that may harm his brother or sister because a lot is love. Act four, all members must preserve these holy and divine laws and all members must obey the laws of the government because by Morish American, you are part and partial of the government and must live the life accordingly. <clears throat> Act 5, this organization of the more Science Temple of America it is not to cause any confusion or to overthrow the laws and constitution of the said government, but to obey hereby. Act 6, with us, all members must proclaim their nationality, and we are teaching our people their nationality and their divine creed, that they may know that they are part and partial of this said government, and know that they are not Negroes, colored folks, <laughs> black people, or Ethiopians. Because these names were given to slaves by slave holders in 1779 and lasted until 1865 during the time of slavery. But this is a new era of time now, and all men now must proclaim a free national name to be recognized by the government in which they live in the nations of the earth. This is the reason why a lot of great God of the universe ordained, Noble Jali, the prophet to redeem his people from their sinful ways. The Moorish Americans are the descendants of the ancient Moabites who inhabited the northwestern and southwestern shores of Africa act seven all members must promptly attend their meetings and become part and partial of all uplifting acts of the more science temple of america members must pay their dues and keep in line with all necessities of the more science temple of america then you are entitled to the name of faithful husband you must support your wife and children wife you must obey your husband and take care of your children and look after the duties of your household Sons and daughters must obey father and mother and be industrious and become part of the uplifting of fallen humanity. All Morish Americans must keep their hearts and minds pure with love and their bodies clean with water. This divine covenant is from your holy prophet, Noble Drew Ali, through the guidance of his father, God Allah, Noble Drew Ali, founder of Jewish American Prayer. Allah, the Father, the Universe, the Father of Love, Truth, Peace, Freedom, and Justice, is my protector, my God, and my salvation by night and by day through His Holy Prophet Jirali. Amen. The science Temple of America, Home Office, Sonobe Jirali, Home Office, Chicago, Illinois, USA. Islam, Islam, Islamism.
3: Happy holiday, Muslims. All right,
1: Islam and uh, gratitude, brother. Blessed holy day. Happy holy day to all the Muslims all over the world. Um, before we uh go into the writs and additional laws, I just wanted to speak. Um so today, uh on this holy day, of course, we go through the Quran, a lesson from the Holy Quran of the Morris Science Temple of America, as we do every holy day, which is our duty as Muslims. And um also we we do similar um on Sundays, every Sunday school, we go through the Quran questionnaire. Um, one reason though, I just want to specify this so that we all know, and and we're actually going to be speaking about this today on why we do this, what this is all about, right? We're building a nation. We're not just playing church. We're not just playing pretend here. Okay. So we're going to make sense out of this, but, um, we do this every Friday. Then we open up the floor to questions. So of course, don't be, um, shy. Or you know, feel like you can't ask questions or like you're gonna get attacked or anything like that. This is not how we play around here. And then also we don't shy away from questions. It's, we don't have anything to hide. And we're, you know, not scared to say we don't know if we don't know the answers as well. But um we do that. And when we do the one-on-ones on Sunday, the Quran questionnaire,
3: let me pull this up.
1: So when we go through the Quran questionnaire every Sunday, the one of ones, right? We're doing this for a reason. It's not just something to do. The prophet gave us this. Well, actually, the prophet was holding up three items the divine constitution, the Quran questionnaire, and the Holy Quran of the Morris Science Temple of America, when he said, I brought you everything that it takes to uh save your nation. Now go out and save yourself. So He's holding these items up because this is what we need to build our foundation. With the one-on-one questionnaire, might seem you know, simple as just 101 questions. What is that about, right? But for us, this is integral for setting the foundation on who we are, what our nation is. Everybody else in the world knows how to get on code. We speak about this here, right, Morris? Everyone else knows how to get on code without even saying anything, right? They know how to get on code, to do what they need to do in order to to set themselves up to succeed, to build their nation, to defend their name, whatever they need to do. Everyone else knows how to get on code. When people come to this nation, they know how to work together. If they have to put up money, finances together, maybe even live together instead of coming over here, getting a house, getting in debt, right? They might all live together in one house or in an apartment. Everybody putting up money, right? So that they can do what? So that they can save money, so that they can do bigger and better things. So they are just on code. And they don't even have to have like these big meetings and discussions like, hey, this is what we're all going to do. We're all going to go to the US and we're going to do Now They just do it. It's just instinctive because they know to look out for themselves. If you come here from Mexico, you don't feel like. Like your ancestors were just brought here from different places and like you don't have an origin. You come here, you're Mexican, that means something. You have a distinct line of descent. You are somebody. So when you come here, you look for other people like you. You work together. So you might even be working with people that you don't even know. You're not, you're not even related. And nobody had to tell you to do that. And people do that from all over the world. Every day somebody's coming here and doing it and enriching themselves. Just like nobody has to get together and have this big meeting where they're like, okay, we're going to go into the black neighborhood because they don't own as much. And they're not going to put up a fight, you know, about us coming in. They're not going to give us a hard time about coming in and and taking over, having, you know, stores and selling them everything. They're not going to feel bad about the fact that they come every time they want to go and buy something, buy gas or something like that. It's from people from outside of their community. They don't care, right? Nobody, nobody, they don't have to have a plan to do that. They just know to come and do that because that's the most vulnerable neighborhood. That's the easiest neighborhood to come in and set up shop to enrich yourselves, right? They're on code. Everybody else knows how to get on code to look out for themselves, even if it's to our detriment. So we have everything that we need now to look out for ourselves. That first question, the first two questions who made you? Who is Allah? Lie? Allah lie is the father of the universe. If you can't answer that question, that means that you don't know who your creator is. And everyone is endowed through their creator with unalienable rights through the Constitution. But since we can't answer that question, is black people, even people that think they're Moors? you know, since it's out there on the internet now, people are coming from all different directions and, you know, we have people coming in and thinking they're smart. Oh, I don't need a religion, right? We all thought that was smart, right? We A lot of us have been through that phase, right? But we thought it was smart to be like, oh, I'm spiritual, not religious. And so people coming in thinking that, not even realizing, did not being able to say who your creator is, is taking you out of the position that you were put in it, that was created for your destruction. We were given Christianity. From a limited perspective, and it was for our enslavement. Right. And then we're not trying to copy Arabs or any other foreigners. Why would we? when we have one of us, one who was born from amongst us in North Carolina, our own prophet, bringing us Islam, Americanized specifically for us, pure and true without any cultural hangups. And as people do come here from other countries, when they go through the immigration process, they're given like a hundred questions go through because they get they have to take a test to show that they know they understand civics in this nation they don't know what's going to be on the test so they have to know those questions and so similarly for us we we have to understand who we are what we stand on this is not just some internet thing it's not just something that a bunch of random black people made up and you can just do whatever you want white right we will really are a distinct people with our own origin, right? And so, this is something that I just wanted to stress, and I'll probably bring it up several other times because this is something that we all must know. Why? Because when we know who we are without doubt or contradiction, now we are standing on the solid rock of salvation as it shows the prophet uplifting fallen humanity on the cover of the Quran questionnaire, right? The unconscious woman that's fallen humanity. She's drowning in the cares of the world. Lifting you onto the solid rock of salvation. So now, if you are a true Moorish american Muslim, you won't be drowning in the cares of the world. The cares of the world could be all types of things. It could be drugs. It could be, you know, having a bunch of children out of wedlock. You got a bunch of baby daddies, baby mamas. It could be all types of stuff. It could be going to jail. It could just be struggling, struggling to keep a roof over your head, just all types of cares of the world. Right.
3: But Moorish American Muslims. When we
1: follow our divine instructions, our divine law, it lifts us on the solid rock of salvation. You see, when people Come here to this country, as I was saying before, people are coming here every day. They have their own culture, they have their own way that should keep them from drowning in the cares of the world. But after they come here, you know, after one generation, their children become even more American, right? They may have a culture that keeps their children from getting caught up in rap and drugs and all of this type of um, you know, destructive culture that we have here. But guess what? After one generation, you know. It's over. Maybe their children are off messing into different stuff, maybe even their grandchildren. But definitely by the time you get to the grandchildren, maybe their their culture isn't holding up anymore, and they're now into the American culture, and there's no telling what they're going to be into. right? And so just sharing this because you know, we, we do have standards. It's not just anything goes over here. We are actively working to subdue our lower selves, and um, we can't build a nation without this. can't build a nation with a bunch of black folks that I can't trust because black people are down to do anything. You can't even trust your children around them. all right, not saying that we're all animals and monsters, just saying that what what do we stand on as black folks what what? What do we, you know, <laughs> there's no telling what we're going to do. So just speaking on that briefly, and um, sorry for taking so long, but uh, Brother Kobe, I yield the floor.
3: Islam, Grand Sheik, not
6: a problem at all. I rise and give perfect praise to the great God, Allah. Rise, and give honors to the prophet, Noble Jew Ali. Rise and give honors to all ills and bays, all monsters on the call and on the planet. The prophet warns all Muslims to be read in every meeting. I hereby inform all members, they must end all radical speeches while at work, in their homes or on the streets. We are for peace and not destruction. Stop flashing your cards at Europeans. It causes confusion. Remember, your card is for your salvation. Failure to obey these orders will be a severe consequence. We are for love, truth, peace, freedom. And when these principles are violated, justice must then take its course. Any member or group of members who hold malicious feelings towards the temple or the prophet or violate the divine covenant of the Moors movement will receive their rewards from Allah for their unjust deeds. All true Moors will and must obey the law laid down to them by their prophet. If they lose confidence in their prophet, they should turn in their card and button, cease wearing their turban and fez, and return to the state where I the prophet fountain. This is a holy and divine movement founded by the prophet, Noble Drew Ali. And if the prophet is not right, the temple is not right. The prophet, therefore, is sending out a divine plea to all Moorish Americans. They do their part in protecting the prophet and the temple. This is an everlasting movement founded by the prophet through the will of Allah to redeem His people from their sinful ways. Peace, Noble Drew Ali. To the members of the Moor Science Temple of America, Islam. This is instructions from your prophet, Noble Juali. Be faithful unto your forefather divine and national creed, that you will be blessed for your good deeds that you sow in the flesh. Allah is the one that judges the world, and his judgment is on now, but the weak can comprehend it not. The end of times are drawing near, so says Allah to his divine prophet, I, Noble Juali. And that is why many hearts have turned to stone. Many have eyes to see, but cannot see, ears to hear, but cannot hear. Least they will be confounded of their sins. These are the trying hours now, dear Moors, and every evil spirit is moving. And they are trying every weak mind to overthrow and drag out the true foundation that has been laid and to cause confusion in the minds of the ones that do believe. But if you have the true love of Allah and the spirit of your forefathers, you fear not what you hear or see, but will sacrifice the utmost of your very life to protect your movement and your profit. Watch your enemies, dear Moors. Your enemies are the ones that speak against your prophet and ridicule him to the very lowest and the ones that speak against your divine and national principles of your temples. Act accordingly and Allah will bless you for your good work. Peace, your divine prophet, Noble juali To be proclaimed in every meeting. Islam, I am glad to know I have a few faithful Moors among you all and I desire for them to know the truth and the divine truth. There's a host of jealousy about me and the movement now by the same people of our side of the nation that claim that I was a joke and unreal. But now since they found out from the government officials and the nations of the earth that this is the only sole foundation that all Asiatics must depend upon for their earthly salvation as American citizens, they are working every scheme that they can to disqualify me so they may take charge of the situation. I have notified all these things to you long ago in the past. It is through the faithful Moors that attribute to the movement and uplifting funds, the ones that pay their divine respects to me and the movement will be remembered. That is why I'm calling upon all faithful Moors to increase their faithfulness to me, your prophet, and your divine Moors movement. I need finance and I need it badly. Never before have I needed finance so badly as I do at present, so I can shove aside the discord that is facing the nation. It all comes through jealousy because of my fame and nobility. The nations of the world would not recognize the movement without I, the prophet, being head. It has been proven by my works, which I have performed in the past few years. Prophet, Noble Jew Ali, Islam, Islam, Islamism. Happy holiday, Day, Muslims.
1: Right, Islam, brother, and gratitude. We will now read our additional laws. Additional laws for the Moorish Americans by the Prophet Noble Drew Ali. Act 1. Grand Sheikhs and governors and heads of all temples, all businesses, each said temple must be approved by the Prophet Noble Drew Ali. Before acting upon by any members, let it be finance property or any line of life that will cause the members to sacrifice finances, etc that will cause the support of any group of members. Any former officer that violates these laws is subject to be removed from his office under a heavy restriction, ETC, by the Prophet or the Grand Sheik. Act two, all members are to attend their ate-up meetings and their public meetings promptly. If a member is found standing around on a meeting period, shall be fined 50 cents on the first case and on the second, he will be fined $1.00 which will go on your emergency fund. If member is working, his monthly dues must be paid, and if he has money in the bank, he must subscribe for as much as he is able to the Moorish Uplifting Fund because it takes finance to uplift the nation. Act 3, it is the lawful and divine duty of every good member if he is able in finance to aid me in saving the nation, and if he does not, he is an enemy to the cause of uplifting his own people, and justice must catch you. Let it be he or she according to love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice, as I have the power invested in my hands, and I will have to enforce the law to save the nation. Act 4, all members while up making a public speech must not use any assertion against the American flag or speak radical against the church or any member of any organized group, because we are to teach love, truth, peace, Freedom and justice. Act five. All members must promptly attend their meetings and send their children to Sunday school, and the teacher must confirm himself to the questionnaire and let every member exercise his five senses who is able to do so, because out from your Sunday school comes the guiders of the nation. Act 6. With us, all members must proclaim their nationality, and we are teaching our people their nationality and their divine creed that they may know that they are part and parcel of this said government, and know that they are not Negroes, colored folks, black people, or Ethiopians, because these names were given to slaves by slaveholders in 1779 and lasted until 1865 during the time of slavery. But this is a new era of time now and all men now must proclaim their free national name to be recognized by the government in which they live and the nations of the earth this is the reason why allah the great god of the universe ordained noble drew ali the prophet to redeem his people from their sinful ways the Moorish americans are the descendants of the ancient moabites who inhabited the northwestern and southwestern shores of africa act seven All members must promptly attend their meetings and become a part and parcel of all uplifting acts of the Morris Science Temple. Members must pay their dues and keep in line with all necessities of the Morris Science Temple. Then you are entitled to the name of faithful. Husband, you must support your wife and children. Wife, you must obey your husband and take care of your children and look after the duties of your household. Sons and daughters must obey father and mother and be industrious and become part of the uplifting of fallen humanity. All Moorish Americans must keep their hearts and minds pure with love and their bodies clean with water. This divine covenant is from your holy prophet, Noble Drew Ali, through the guidance of his father, God Allah. A divine warning by the prophet for the nations. The citizens of all free national governments, according to their national constitution, are all of one family bearing one free national name, Those who fail to recognize the free national name of their constitutional government are classed as undesirables and are subject to all inferior names and abuses and mistreatments that the citizens care to bestow upon them. And it is a sin for any group of people to violate the national constitutional laws of a free national government and cling to the names and the principles that delude to slavery. I, the prophet, was prepared by the great God, Allah, to warn my people to repent from their sinful ways and go back to the state of mind, to their forefathers divine and national principles, that they will be law abiders and receive their divine right as citizens according to the free national constitution that was prepared for all free national beings. They are to claim their own free national name and religion, There is but one issue for them to be recognized by this government and of the earth, and it comes only through the connection of the Moorish divine national movement, which is incorporated in this government and recognized by all other nations of the world. And through it, they and their children can receive their divine rights, unmolested by other citizens, that they can cast a free national ballot at the polls under the free national constitution of the state's government, And not under a granted privilege as has been the existing condition for many generations you who doubt whether I the prophet and my principles are right for the redemption of my people go to those that know the law in the City Hall and among the officials in your government and ask them under an intelligent tone and they will be glad to render you a favorable reply for they are glad to see me bring you out of darkness into light money doesn't make the man It is free national standards and power that makes a man and a nation. The wealth of all national governments, gold and silver and commerce, belong to the citizens alone. Without your national citizenship, by name and principles, you have no true wealth. And I am hereby calling on all true citizens that stand for a national free government and the enforcement of the Constitution to help me in my great missionary work because I need all support from all true American citizens of the United States of America, help me to save my people who have fallen from the constitutional laws of the government. I am depending on your support to get them back to the constitutional fold again, that they will learn to love instead of hate, and will live according to love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice, supporting our free national constitution of the United States of America. I love my people and I desire their unity and mine back to their own free national and divine standard because day by day they have been violating the national and constitutional laws of their government by claiming names and principles that are unconstitutional. If Italians, Greeks, English, Chinese, Japanese, Turks, and Arabians are forced to proclaim their free national name and religion before the constitutional government of the United States of America It is no more than right that the law should be enforced upon all other American citizens alike. In all other governments, when a man is born and raised there and asks for his national descent name and if he fails to give it, he is misused, imprisoned, or exiled. Any group of people that fail to answer up to the constitutional standards of law by name and principles, because to be a citizen of any government, you must claim your national descent name, because they place their trust upon issue and names formed by their forefathers. The word negro deludes in the Latin language to the word nigger. The same as the word colored deludes to anything that is painted, varnished, and dyed. And every nation must bear a national descent name of their forefathers, because honoring thy fathers and thy mothers, your days will be lengthened upon this earth. These names have never been recognized by any true American citizens of this day. Through your free national name, you are known and recognized by all nations of the earth that are recognized by said national government in which they live. The 14th and 15th amendments brought the North and South in unit, placing the Southerners who were at that time without power with the constitutional body of power and at that time 1865 the free national constitutional law that was enforced since 1774 declared all men equal and free and if all men are declared by the free national constitution to be free and equal since that constitution has never been changed there is no need for the application of the 14th and 15th amendments for the salvation of our people and citizens so there isn't but one supreme issue for my people to use to redeem that which was lost and that is through the above statements then the lion and the lamb can lie down together in yonder hills and neither will be harmed because love truth peace freedom and justice will be reigning in this land in those days the united states will be one of the greatest civilized and prosperous governments of the world but if the above principles are not carried out by the citizens and my people in this government the worst is yet to come because the great God of the universe is not pleased with the works that are being performed in North America by my people and this great sin must be removed from the land to save it from enormous earthquakes disease etc and I the prophet do here and believe that this administration of the government being more wisely prepared By more genius citizens that believe in their free national constitution and laws and through the help of such classes of citizens, I, the prophet, truly believe that my people will find the true and divine way of their forefathers and learn to stop serving carnal customs and merely ideas of man that have never done them any good but have always harmed them. So I, the prophet, am hereby calling aloud with the divine plea to all true American citizens to help me to remove this great sin which has been committed and is being practiced by my people in the United States of America because they know it is not the true and divine way. And without understanding, they have fallen from the true light into utter darkness of sin. And there is not a nation on earth today that will recognize them socially, religiously, Politically or economically, ETC in their present condition of their endeavorment, in which they themselves and everything that brings harm to human beings on earth. And they fought the Southerner for all these great misuses. But I have traveled in the South and have examined conditions there, and it is the works of my people continuously practicing the things which bring dishonor disgrace and disrespect to any nation that lives the life and i am hereby calling on all true american citizens for moral support and finance to help me in my great missionary work to bring my people out of darkness into marvelous light from the prophet all right islam morris and that was a divine warning uh brother david sell uh i yield the floor to you i saw that you uh said you had you wanted to add something to the origin of the term more uh feel free to speak brother so, um uh, uh,
4: so in um the book uh, made a hundred amazing facts about the negro with complete proof by j.a rogers uh he um exp- expounds on the origins of this word of the word more uh This is fact 91. Um, The most ancient names for so-called black people are Nishu or Nubian, Ethiopian Mm -hmm. and more from ancient Egypt and Negro or Negrita from West Africa. All of the above are native African words. Negro is probably the oldest as the Negritos are the oldest known branch of the human race. Negro comes from the river. Uh, Niger, uh, Niger found its way into Latin, and since the people from the region were dark-skinned, Niger, uh, Negro, or however you want to pronounce those, uh, Negrim uh, came to mean Black, Negro, Negrito, Negrita means the people of the Great River. Black and colored, like white, are on the other hand European words, Ethiopian and more, were popularly used to describe the so-called Blacks until 1500s. Shakespeare uses Negro only once and uses it synonymously until 1500, excuse me, I skipped that part, uses synonymously with more. I don't know why I can say that today. Uh, Africa comes from the ancient Egyptian Afruka, or Africa the land of the kafir and then uh he also ends up coming back and giving like more facts and cites the sources to to his statement but um i'm gonna skip to this part where it says black and colored on the other hand have no historic meaning whatever for african peoples black from the anglo-saxon bleak has most has the has most horrible meanings see the large see any large dictionary color is related to the latin uh solar to conceal to color up to paint a thing other than in its uh true light thus the tendency to decry negro on the ground that it means uh slavery is sheer ignorance for instance a negro newspaper took a poll of its readers some years ago, and they chose colored, but the Jim Crow color, uh, excuse me, the Jim Crow uh, car that, uh that greatest, uh, the greater of American citizenship is usually marked colored. Yeah, I just stopped there. There's it's way more uh, information back based on that, but I just want to share that part too
1: all right islam brother Islam and gratitude and um for anyone is wondering that the um definition up on the screen or the definitions for more is tracing it back to the ancient phoenician people and um it just happens to be ancient phoenician artifacts here in north america central america even in the caribbean and all the way down to south america right so just wanted to share that um but Islam, brother, gratitude for sharing those terms. Of course, uh, most of us know that you know there's there's no there's no reason to go by the terms black, or African American, or colored, any of that stuff, right? So let's uh, let's go ahead and go into our Quran questionnaire. Um, it it sounds crazy though to the average person. You have to put it in the historical context, and so I give you gratitude brother uh David self for showing that and just sharing that with us. that was from uh the book ninety nine facts about the um negro is that what it's called by j a Rogers.
4: It's a a uh, hundred hundred a uh, hundred amazing facts about the Negro with complete proof by j a rogers
1: islam all right Islam. So I wanted to um, be speaking from chapter 47 today. Um, Chapter 47, Egypt, capital, empire, the dominion of Africa. We're not going to speak on the whole chapter. Um, I think like a lot of more is like portions of this chapter, just because if you understand what you're reading, you see how the prophet gives our divine origin, our hidden origin. He shows how our ancient dominions extended across, Northeast and Southwest Africa across the great Atlantis, right, the Atlantic Ocean, even to the present North, South and Central America, and also Mexico and the Atlantis Islands, before the great earthquake which caused the Atlantic Ocean, letting it be known that we've been here before colonization, before the Atlantic Ocean was created, right, the great earthquake which caused it, revealing that the rivers are man-made, even the Nile River was dredged. The Niger River also was dredged. It was created by humans for trade, right? So we're given our true and divine records. Letting it be known also that we have a distinct origin, unique to us, that we are real people, okay? And also, even though the slave trade did occur, people actually were brought over here. Most went to Brazil. But still there was an internal slave trade and so people were um traded throughout the americas but we know that most of our people were already here north south and central america right the caribbean all of that so this is returned to us but i want to speak on something else too going into here because um we have these these laws this divine constitution we have these um, Actually, our Holy Koran the Morris science temple of America. These are divine instructions. And for us, it's law. But I want I want to speak on this because. um, It's important that we understand how this works and how to make it work for us. So if we go into Chapter 47 and just uh, we're just going to go over verses 12 through 14. So it says these holy and divine laws are from the prophet. Noble Drew Ali, the founder of the Uniting of the Moorish Science Temple of America. This is important for us to understand. Now, these holy and divine laws, right? Somebody who doesn't know anything be like, well, what, what are these holy and divine laws? Why do they even matter, right? None of us would even be here if this person right here, Prophet Noble Drew Ali, who was born in North Carolina, one of us, born in 1886, did not Teach all of these people who they are, and you got to think they had 35 36 temples back then, there was 15 branch temples and 21 subordinate temples. So they literally had moors all over the country. All of these people came because of this man, and nowadays, you know, like it's so easy to get on YouTube or Make memes online and say, Oh, yeah, we're this, we're that. You know, but he didn't do that. He he was actually physically out there teaching people and then going around the country teaching people and and um training people so that they could begin to build a nation, having their own economy going. He wasn't going around like, yeah, I'm gonna give you this card and this magic paperwork. I mean, we're gonna do this paperwork and we're gonna we're gonna contact the UN or the League of Nations and we're gonna you know, do no, they, they were setting up shop. They were, they were opening businesses. They were beginning to, the, the temples locally had money and then also they started a national treasury so that you had temples all over the country, all of these moors putting up finances locally and nationally for their nation. Because you can go to the UN or the League of Nations, that's what it was back then, And "Oh, I'm a more you guys recognize us and all this stuff that you have. You have people. Only reason I'm saying this is because you have people online saying all types of mess. And so I'm hoping that don't sound crazy. Hopefully you guys have some kind of clue why I'm saying this. But, you know, you you can do all of that stuff and think that the Europeans going to save you and recognize you if you want. But what he was doing, getting real people, people from North Carolina, Baltimore, Florida, everywhere. Ohio, all over the place to work together as a unit. Now they're bonded by their common origin. These are the people who were marked with the um, who were who were marked with the marks of scorn, the slavery tag, marked as Negro, colored. So we're binded by this ordeal that we went through, but also by this common descent. Right? So he he taught us who we truly are, right? So we have that, we're connected, and then also they're all Muslims practicing Islam. Ain't nobody gonna be trying to sleep with your wife behind your back or sleep with your children or anything. And I have to say this because this is the world we live in now. You can't trust black people, African Americans, and unfortunately, you can't even trust Moors because Moors ain't even trying to come into the temple, they're not trying to get with this Islam. In Islam, you know how to. In, in in the um the Dracula movies with the you know vampires, you pull out the cross, they like get that away from me, right? Sunlight burns them, they they die, right? <laughs> right. So this you got more like that? Why? Because we're coming in, we hit rock bottom. Any of us, if any of us listen to the music, this getting put out now, and realize that people really think and act like this. We've hit rock bottom. So you have people coming in with that mentality. Oh, I'm a moral now. i, I descend just from the creators of civilization, but they dragging their knuckles on the ground. They will rob you. They will do bad things to you. They will sneak in, and try to get over. Right. They not trying to clean themselves up. Well, I don't need no Islam. I, I'm spiritual. I'm not religious, but they down for whatever, though. They 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 are telling you this, but they wearing a shirt that says Savage on it. I just saw that just the other day. It was somebody. Well, I'm not gonna say that. But it was somebody online. They children had on. their son had on a shirt that says Savage on it, and I'm like, oh man. But she, I forgot she she was in the Moorish group or something. But she, it's like, come on, man. We we don't do that. Moors ain't Savage. <laughs> We're against that so I'm saying this because you can't leave that out you can't leave that out why would we even want to pretend that we want to build a community together we can't even trust each other man we're building a community with people we got to lock our doors and stuff man don't tell them what we're gonna so this getting back to the prophet. he actually physically went out teaching the people and it started to grow from there and then they physically setting up temples now temples uh, religion, Islam, what's that about? Well, when we go back into the archives, looking at the ancient, how our ancient societies ran, we see that we had priest kings. It doesn't matter if you're talking about the ancient Olmecs, the ancient Mayans over here in the Americas. It doesn't ta- matter if you're talking about the ancient Sumerians, ancient Egypt. The kings were priests. And they were maintained by a priesthood. Right. So anybody talking about thinking you advanced, oh, I'm spiritual, not religious. The Egyptians were very religious. We just went to the, um, took my son to the King Tut exhibit at Coastside, downtown Columbus, Ohio. They got all of King Tut's artifacts there. Uh, you know, it's cool. I'll go check it out. You know, it's it's cool. But we're there, and I'm just saying it because, Egypt was all about religion. King Tut, King Tutankhamun, right? He was Akhenaten's son. Akhenaten was Amenhotep the Fourth. He went against their way of thinking with Amen and all of these various gods, and he worshipped the one true god, Aten. Okay, and just just giving that, just throwing that out there because it was all about religion it revolved around religion the kings were priests and they were maintained by a priesthood and so the prophet the egyptian adept right he returned us to that and everywhere he established a temple there was a temple in pine bluff arkansas there was a temple in toledo ohio columbus ohio but not columbus um akron and cleveland and um pittsburgh all over the place right st louis wherever there was a temple at now we're building a community around that temple and so then when the prophet put out the letters that were getting sent out to the governors right because you this like what what type of church has governors right so there's governors there's a governor for each state a grand governor for each state and possibly a governor for each temple but they have a grand governor for each state and so these letters are going out to them, letting them know hey, every temple needs to have a grocery store and a um, laundromat. This is real. This is Moorish history. At least those two businesses, because everybody needs that. Every community needs that, right? And that's generating finances. So they have these things, so they have the finances locally, but then also we're kicking a portion to our national treasury. So now, you can see how this works. It's not about, you know, filing some paperwork or pretending that the United Nations recognize us and see us in the same light as all of these other nations. that really are self so sustainable. They really are able to grow their own food and do what they need to do. Or, or if they're like like Saudi Arabia or somewhere who used to have trouble growing their own food, they 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 took care of that now. But they they able to export trade to get the food and things they can't get, right? So, so we're not about pretending. So the prophet was about actually establishing this for real. We have our own company, our own uh, finances, our own um, economy. And so the prophet said, you know, that once, once he established the treasury, he said, now we are a nation. Without a treasury, we are nothing. This is how business is done now. So he wasn't sticking his head in the sand, pretending, "Oh, we don't have to, you know, participate in business and politics and all of these things like everyone else." You actually have more saying that, like, "Don't vote." We don't vote. They're saying all oh, types of craziness when the prophet did all that. They actually were putting people in office. They even put Moors in office. Okay. So no, no, we don't play pretend over here. It's no, we don't. And and um. So I was showing this just to show that, you know, you physically had a brother, one of us from North Carolina, who rose up and brought us into Islam. This man, and he's not talked about. Nobody's trying to bring you into the temple. Nobody's trying to teach you about this. It's hidden. It's, it's, it's uh, cast away. It's hidden because this is what we actually need to do to empower ourselves. Now, that may turn some people off because they ain't trying to do no work. But that's okay. We don't need everybody. We just need those who are strong and who recognize that their conditions could be better to come in and be willing to do the work, right? Don't put your ancestors, your grandfathers and grandmothers to shame. Great grandparents and great great grandparents, they were willing to do the work to build their nation. Now it's time for us to finish the job, right? Not time for us to let's off out at paperwork and pretend it's going to do something for us because telling man people saying all types of stuff online they're saying all types of stuff but what we're getting to so um i had this up just to put some pictures some to the words right so it was reading verse 12 it said these holy and divine laws are from the prophet noble drew ali the founder of the uniting of the more science temple of america so in that time, and back in 1928, 1929, you had 36 temples all over the country. All of these Moors, their temples are generating finances locally. And where every temple is, is where our community is to be built around. And then also we had a national treasury. So every temple is putting a portion right due <laughs> to per capita tax to go to our national treasury. Why? Because we need, we need to be able to take care of our, our um, needs locally. And then also at the national level and so this is why when the prophet traveled he was received as a head of state this is why when the prophet went to cuba for the pan-american conference and he's meeting with other heads of state from these other nations he's received as the head of the asiatic states of north america representing us and this is what people don't get and it's beyond me like how grown people grown men and women can be pretending that there's some type of head of state they don't even have they don't have these numbers even though it's easier to get numbers now with the internet they don't have these numbers the prophet was getting real people on board with a common identity common religion And they're putting up the finance. You got to put your money where your mouth is. That's how you can test if somebody's for real about it or not. Okay, we'll support. They ain't gonna support, they ain't for real. You know, even if all you got is a dollar, you're gonna put some, you know, you're not gonna pretend if you're serious, you know that nobody's gonna build your nation if you don't. So this is why the prophet goes to Cuba and he's recognized as a head of state, he's representing these people remember there's 36 temples spread out throughout the nation. And this is in the 19 early 1900s. Okay. And so there was no pretend going on. And so this is why when he goes to Cuba, then he goes on a mini tour, he goes to Mexico and he meets with who the president, the governor. We know this is a fact because we actually have the postcards. We actually have the newspaper articles that, Talked about this. This is how come when the prophet goes to meet with the governor of Illinois, he travels in the presidential uh car on the train. He's a dignified guest. It doesn't mean that the people liked him or that they're not racist. No, no, no. When you're representing all of these people and you have a national treasury, meaning you got your finances together and they move as a unit politically, he can say, Hey, we're gonna vote this way. We're going to help this person get in office because he's going to do X, Y and Z for us. And they did it. Ain't nobody moving like that right now. Not saying that it's not going to happen, just saying right now, you got a lot. It is weird. You got home people who just pretended. That's what I'm saying. If you're talking to some, and they ain't in the temple, you might want to run in the other direction. Is some whoever that is, please mute your phone.
3: Is feedback.
1: Might want to run in the other direction. Because I guarantee you. They don't have the numbers, they don't have the finances, the resources. Why? Because you got to put in real physical work to do that. It's not just some Internet thing, and it's not just something we just we just do anything right, I'm up here. Okay, head of the temple. But I'm trying to get with your wife on the side. No, no, it's Islam. We don't do that over here. We doing it for real. And if you ain't with it, then you need to hold your seat. Going back, you know, you're cool with Rome. I'm not even going to try to put you down. But you're cool with Rome. You're cool with the ways of Rome. You need to stay there with the lower self, because over here, we're doing the work on subduing the carnal, savage nature. Okay, we are working to emulate the prophet, not to play pretend. And we don't have time for any pretend more either. They want to pretend like they're doing something. Y'all playing games, man. We we don't we don't play around here. So um going back in here too. Hopefully, this is making sense. If it's not making sense to anyone, please speak up. So going back in here, uh verse 13. These laws are to be strictly preserved by the members of all the temples of the Morris Science Temple of America. Why? If we have holy and divine laws from our prophet, Noble Drew Ali, and I know there's people out there who can't accept that one of us, the lowly Negro, one of us could be a prophet of Allah. At the end of the day, that's self hate. We, We don't have that problem over here. So if we don't, uphold our holy and divine laws if we don't honor our prophet nobody's going to nobody just like nobody's going to teach us about our prophet except for us except for the Morris science temple of america nobody else is going to help you everybody else is on code remember the the, the conditions most of our communities are in people can come in there they can gentrify it push up all the rates to the point where we can't even afford to stay there. Put the even if you own a house, if everybody's raising the price around you or the um the real estate, your property tax then went up so high, you know. So like, you know, but people can come in and do that. And they can buy up everything. So we just there, you know, buying everything from everybody else leaving, giving our dollars up soon as we make them right. We're not circulating it in our own hands. That's now how it's supposed to be. OK, so for more as we can get on code. That's what these laws do. Our divine principles our, our laws. They get to get us on code so that we're looking out for ourselves first and foremost. We can't leave that out. So I'm um, going back in here that they will learn to open their meeting and guide it according to the principles of love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. We have these five divine principles that guide our thoughts, deeds, and actions. Once again, not trying to build anything. And I'm not down in unity and all this stuff, but I'm keeping it real. I'm not trying to build with a bunch of savage Negroes. Or should I, what what should I say? Asiatics. Savage Asiatics who don't care, or, or pretend Moors who who I I'm spiritual, not religious. We're trying to do nothing with them doesn't mean that we can't build something greater and begin to have programs to help our people, regardless of whether they identify as Moorish Americans or not. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that we can't uplift fallen humanity. If we can't uplift ourselves first. So, Moorish Americans have to build their communities up and build up their economy and be a strong nation so that we're now in a position where we can help all of our Asiatic brothers and sisters that don't care about Islam or Moorish American nothing. Then we'll be in a position of strength where we can show them that there's a better way. Actions speak louder than words. We can't reach people by coming at them, oh, you're not black you're not african-american that's a term that deludes to slavery they hear it and it might even make sense to them they might even watch a lecture about it there's like two hours long like man that makes sense that makes a lot of sense that's real and they go right on back to being black african-american you might even show them how this is the way islam you know as the prophet noble drew ali brought this to us and they're like, man, that makes a lot of sense. And they're going to go right on back to church or whatever they're doing. Right. I'm only saying that because actions speak louder than words. You don't have to say nothing if you have your own community with your own police officers, your own mayors, your own town council, Moorish American town council mayor, the you know, police officers. Right. Or, or at least you got control. You got sway with the sheriff because you got the numbers. So the sheriff know not to mess with because he, he that's the highest um, law enforcement in the county. Right. So he know not to mess with Moorish Americans, not because of your bogus paperwork. Because of the real work, you got communities, you got the finances. He knows who pays, you know, who pays is pays him. He's getting the finances from y'all. Y'all paying your taxes, y'all doing your thing for, you know, like th- he knows. Right. You got sway. <laughs> and that's how you show the rest of our people the way, by living the life. Now they're like, oh, they don't mess with those moors. Not because they spitting the the paperwork, they on the law. They could get out of, you know, they could commit crimes and get away with it. No, no. They know they don't mess with those moors because they got their stuff together. They got their towns. They're on point. That's how you show the way. Not by pretending you're not a citizen we're citizens of the United States of America. There's no confusion about that over here. But online is a whole lot of confusion, ain't it? You can't, you can't even get a straight answer. Everybody's saying something different. It's a bunch of confusion. Over here, we have divine law, we have order structure. Like I said, we have those divine principles that we hold ourselves to. Our thoughts, deeds and actions, even if we fall short, we're all here to help uplift each other to keep us on point. So yeah, We hold ourselves to love, truth, peace, freedom and justice. We make sure that our thoughts, deeds and actions line up with those divine principles that keeps us out of the cares of the world. So moving forward. Right. That's why I was saying, like, not trying to like act like I don't love my own family and people. I'm just saying, like, man, we can't show you the way until we got our stuff on point. And guess what, Morse? Nobody's gonna come and build your own community for you. <laughs> like, yeah, right. You want it, you want it done. Look at your hands. That's what it's gonna take. We're gonna have to use our own hands to build it. We're gonna have to put up our own finances to get it. We're gonna have to get it out the mud. I don't think anybody's gonna assist us. Now, it would be great if they did, or if somebody want to throw us some government grants or something. We'll take it. But I don't think anybody is going to try to assist us. Just keeping it real.
3: Yeah, grants.
1: Islam. So going in here, uh, we just we're going to stop after this verse 14. Every subordinate temple of the grand major temple is to form under the covenant of love, truth, peace, freedom and justice and to create their own laws and customs in conjunction with the laws of the holy prophet the grand temple i the prophet noble drew ali was sent by the great god allah to warn all asiatics of america to repent from their sinful ways before the great and awful day that is sure to come all right so our prophet <laughs> he reminds us right that law governs all events and um right in here it says that every Subordinate temple of the grand major temple is to form under those divine principles, love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice, come into our divine covenant and to create their own laws and customs
3: in conjunction with the laws of our prophet, Islam. So,
1: in order to do this properly, we have to understand what the prophet gave to us and how to how to utilize the power that we have to uplift ourselves, Islam. And I see what the brother David Sell said about the um, UN Declaration on the Rights of Independent People. And this is true. But even in that, right, there are government programs out to assist the um, indigenous tribes or indigenous tribal nations and people, right? There are, there are programs like that, but we have to be organized. We have to have it together. And then also just speculating here, I bet you on the other side of that, there's difficulties In working with the government, thinking that they're going to do what they're supposed to do and do you right and set you up to be successful. We still have to do for ourselves. We can't count on anyone else. We have to be aggressive. We have to understand or at least um, be aware that we may not receive any real assistance from anyone else. We have to be able to, we have to have our own plan that's going to get it done regardless of whether we have help or not. Right, because there's no shortcuts. The prophet said this is the end of time and the fulfilling of prophecies. So I I did I will just make a little bit of sense out of this, though, like every subordinate temple is to form under the covenant of love, truth, peace, freedom and justice and create their own laws. How do we do this? If you go to Chapter 48, verse four, it says, the Moore science temple of america is a lawfully chartered and incorporated organization any subordinate temple that desires to receive a charter the prophet has them to issue to every state throughout the united states etc so when the prophet set up the Moore science temple of america as a religious organization an islamic organization in cook county illinois under the uh statute. He created a body politic, an Islamic body politic, and he took it out of the realm of secular law, not saying that we're above the law or anything like that. He just he took the temple into a realm where now you don't go to the secretary of state in whatever state you're at to receive a charter. You go to the prophet. You go right back to the temple now this is religion they have no say over that they deal uh, specifically in the secular realm right and so most moors don't really know what they don't they don't even understand that right and so then you have an issue with moors who aren't um that aren't establishing the temples properly or they don't even know how to execute What the prophet actually established for us right but just going back into this i would like to just explain some of the structure so that we have an idea of what the prophet set up for us so back in the 1920s um, between 1928 29 there were 15 branch temples what is a branch temple a branch temple is a temple that has a charter issued to them by the prophet And in that same time period, there were 21 subordinate temples. Subordinate temples are temples that have not yet received a charter. So in the prophets, day, they didn't have study groups or Muslim missions, right? Like, we would be a subordinate temple. And kind of, because technically, we have a warrant of authority. And um, if you really look at what the warrant of authority is, that is a charter one of authority and charter is pretty much the same thing they didn't- islam uh briefly for that question in the chat uh Jonathan Scott Bay you are asking can you elaborate can you um just let me know what what question you're asking what did you want to elaborate on <coughs>
3: Right, just uh let me know what you were speaking about
1: specifically. Let's see if maybe we could um clear that up. Are you still watching, brother? Just uh type in the chat uh oh, forming a temple or branch temple, so. We actually, yeah, under, under the MST of A. So actually that's spoken about in here, but just to wrap it up briefly, um, forming a temple would be for, you know, those faithful members. Um, say there's no temple in your city, your area. You join the more Science Temple of America. Maybe there's no temple near you so that they have you join the closest one. Well, it might even be a whole state over. And you're attending meetings with them and, um, you know, inshallah, you're getting stronger in your understanding and you're able to stand on who you are. And you have more also in your area that's joint too, you know, that are form um that are that are studying and um growing in their understanding with you, you know, to eventually to the point where you have at least three who are capable of being uh serving in leadership. And that will wind up being your um your chairman, your uh, your treasurer, and your secretary, for your temple. Before you would get a charter, though, um, when you would be recognized by the more Science Temple of America as a subordinate—I mean, yeah—as a um, subordinate temple. So that small group that you have in your area. Studying, is faithful, is strong, you know, in their in their understanding. You would form a subordinate temple, and then as you continue to grow, eventually you'll meet the prerequisites for forming for having a uh, receiving a charter as a branch temple. So you you eventually you're gonna grow. You're gonna have more adepts, eventually more sheiks, more members. And eventually you will receive a charter, but it all has to start somewhere. So it has to start with at least one or two people might even even just be a household, you know, a husband and wife and then growing from there. But um, regardless that it starts by actually joining the temple as a member. And um, ideally, all business um, should be done under the temple. Um, for for us, that wasn't the case because the, there was corruption within the leadership. Like that, woo. I guess I shouldn't even speak on it. it was so corrupt, man. <laughs> uh, but um, that ideally, temp, um, all businesses should be formed under the temple. All um, purchases of land, property, uh, you know, real estate should be done under the temple. That's the ideal. Okay, but we will never reach that idea. We will reach that idea. I don't want to be negative, but we will reach that idea when we have more Moorish Americans that actually practice Islam, that are actually Muslims, that are actually trustworthy. We're still working on that. We're still dealing with people who are coming, you know, who still have this slave mentality, that black mentality, that Negro mentality even within the temple, even some of those who come into the temple and defile something is divine. Right. Cause I know we've seen it. We've seen that on several instances. And I know other people all across the nation are seeing that too. And it's something that, you know, you can't be turned off and, you know, just run away from you. You have to clean it up. If you see it, clean it up. Who's going to do it. Nobody's going to fix it. If you're not willing to fix it, we have to, just like the people in this photo that's behind me. We have to understand that we have to come in. We have to do it. Nobody else is going to fix it except for us. You know, and then as far as forming a business under the temple, we're going to have to figure it out. We're going to have to see what the prophet did and actually follow his divine instructions. No one's going to come and do it for you. Right. And then there's so much corruption that if more is offering to do it for you. You have to examine him or her to make sure they're not trying to get over and steal. And on that note, hopefully that answered your question, brother. like in the prophets' days, it was just one thing. It was just charter. It they they didn't have all of that different stuff. Like that stuff came about um over time. And that was through, you know, the decisions of the Moors who were um trying to keep the temple up and running. Right so back in that day yeah there was 36 temples you had the branch temple and the branch temples were those 15 they had the charter and then the subordinate temples had not received the charter yet So there were certain things or prerequisites that they had to satisfy as far as like how many cheeks that they had in the temple how many adepts how many sheiks right how many members All right just wanted to share that, um, but then when it says Grand Major Temple,
3: right, at verse 14, right, because it's it's
1: Uh, don't go anywhere more. There was just some audio difficulties, but gonna get that taken care of. All right. So it it starts off with actually joining the temple, actually studying and understanding what the prophet brought for us. And once you understand that, now you can see who's actually following the prophet and who it. All right. Just like the uh, question in the chat. Now you can see who actually represents the prophet and who doesn't. And now you can act accordingly. Right. Because we don't want to just pretend that everything's all right when it's going nowhere. It's stagnant. It's stagnant because of the people and what the people allow. So what, what we have now, if you're actually in the temple. You should begin to understand how this movement is supposed to go. What a Moorish American Muslim is supposed to look like, how they're supposed to be conducting themselves. And if people aren't following suit, we have to get them up out of there. Regardless of what position they have. Let me see. Islam, Acts 6 and 7. So we have um, standards that we are to hold ourselves to. We have laws that we are supposed to um, hold ourselves up to. And if people aren't up to the standard, the prophet's standard. You can't allow them to claim to be in leadership. Everyone can be removed. Everyone. Anybody in leadership. It's not that hard. Now, there are people who won't tell you these things because they want you to think it's some type of dictatorship. That they can just sit in these positions and not continue to not do anything, not make any progress. But that's not how it worked at all. Um, Let's see. Uh. Not sure what's here going on amongst the civil okay audience. okay here we go on the um, all right so I'm trying to get lower cells trying in. to make it where the supreme grand council makes out of ignorance okay so it looks like we have the audio working all the right. executive the legislative and then the judicial branch when he later created the supreme grand council and the supreme grand council Nowadays, you have moors that um, either out of ignorance don't understand what the prophet set up, or just out of corruption, work coming out of their lower cells, trying to make it where the Supreme Grand Council makes laws and they define the laws. But um, the, the judicial branch was the Supreme Grand Council, and they define the laws, right? So there was a separation; there were checks and balances on the um, the government that the prophet set up. And the reason why like he would have that executive, legislative, and judicial, which you'll see the European has within the United States of America is because actually this entire government was based off of what our ancestors were doing over here in the Americas. Anyway, they didn't make it up where you had the representative form of government. That was running over here amongst the civilized tribes before the European even got here. So they just copied that and applied it to their own government. So anyway, (laughs) just get into this, uh, back to this, the the prophet gave us the ability to govern ourselves and also the ability to um, form our own economy and to also have our own principles. Now, we call them divine principles, divine law, but we have this conduct code. Whereas we can sh- ensure our success. So regardless of what's being promoted to our people, doesn't matter if because like when I was younger, it was cool to be a drug dealer. That's what rappers were promoting, drug dealer, being a thug, gangster. Now it's cool to be a drug addict. Now the music promoting that. So everybody think it's cool to be a drug addict, be a crackhead, hopping pills and all this mess, right? So we have divine principles. So that it doesn't matter what they're promoting. We're not getting caught up in it. Our children are getting caught up in it. Our men shouldn't be out here sagging their pants. That's another thing, like moors, They can't be out here saying, oh, I'm a more, I'm a more. Well, you can say whatever you want, but it carries no weight because you got people to saying this in their whole underwear showing like that's that's stupid. We don't do that. We have to be on code if any of us are doing that please please cut it out i don't think any of us are doing that though but just saying like we we're on code we don't do that so we can't we don't get caught up in the ways of the world it protects us it sets us on the solid rock of salvation we're not trying to be trendy getting caught up in fads things that no man should be tr- worrying about a trend a fad right we don't do that so um that's that's all that I wanted to share on this just uh speaking from uh chapter 47 um right now I'm just going to go ahead and yield the floor if anyone has any questions or statements please feel free to speak uh once again don't don't be shy. Um, also the to the sister Nadia, please uh let us know your name and where you're calling from. And on that note, I yield the floor, Islam. Uh hi, my name is Nadia
3: and
7: I'm from Columbus. <laughs> what do you mean where I'm calling from? I'm sorry. Everyone's from Columbus here, right?
1: Islam, yeah, most of us are. Um, we have some people in Akron and also Dayton. Oh, and, okay,
7: so it's an Ohio call. Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, sorry.
7: So, but yeah, I'm also, from Also,
1: There's actually some people on here from other states as well, but um, yeah, yeah, we're based in Columbus.
7: Okay, sorry about that. Yeah, I'm from Columbus.
1: All right, Islam. Islam. Do you have any questions or comments?
7: Um, not really. I'm kind of new to all of this information, so I'm just like kind of listening to get a understanding of the history, I guess. Um, because I'm kind of just on a journey of understanding who I am and knowing myself and my ancestry or whatever. That's kind of what got me on this path. So yeah, I'm just trying to understand the history about it because I understand I'm not a black or African American. So then I would be a more, but I just want to know like more information on how I'm a more So just kind of want to send a background and hear what y'all have to say about that. All right. All
1: right. Islam. Okay, cool. So um yeah, one of the things that was showing up here earlier, showing how the word more actually from um, an etymological perspective, looking at the etymology of the word more, it can be traced to the Phoenician term marin, term, meaning westerners. Right. And that's important to understand because like you'll hear people that are ignorant, that don't know anything say, oh more, that that's just the Latin term for black people or they'll say something like that because of All right, um, once again, just looks like the audio just went out. Just hang on a second, don't go anywhere. I'm getting that fixed. But um, really just explaining how the term moor can be traced back. It can be traced back to ancient Egypt or Tamore. Tamore meaning land of the moors, tamori. You'll hear a lot of people call Egypt Kemet, but it, Kemet was actually just referring to the land. Um, This bordering the Nile River, the Black Sands, right? The Black, the Black land. Now, people say it's the land of the Blacks. Maybe that's true, but the entire region, Upper and Lower Egypt was referred to as Ta-Moray. And then also, with the etymology being traced back to the ancient Phoenicians, the Phoenician people in general, the Phoenicians, the Carthaginians, these people are known to be descendants of the Atlanteans, right? Ancient civilized people, Phoenician phonics, the languages of the world coming from the Phoenicians, right? And then there's Phoenician artifacts found all throughout the Americas from North, Central to South America. I did not know the audio uh, was out that long. Wow. But um, North, South, Central America, all having these Phoenician artifacts found throughout America. Okay. We have Phoenician artifacts. yeah so you have the phoenician artifacts found so throughout an ancient term. the america and the ancient phoenician people these are ancient people who were civilized many people attribute them to being descendants from atlantis they had the term more to mean the westerners the people of the west or the furthest west and um
3: when we look
1: Yeah, not sure why the audio keeps going out here, man. We're having some difficulties, but you have Phoenician artifacts found throughout Many the Americas. People attribute them to being right, um, North, South, Central America. You have the Born Stone, which was found in Cape Cod, Massachusetts. The Bornstone is a marker stone. It's it's showing the boundaries of of the ancient Americans, and um, it was written in the Iberian Punic script. So it was written in the ancient Phoenician script, and it said, by this I take claim. And then it was signed, Hanno, Hanno Ball or Hanno Bay. By this I take claim. This is an ancient marker stone. All right. This is not a joke. Right. The the, uh, born stone found in um, Massachusetts. And um, it's a marker stone denoting our ancient dominions. By this I take claim. In Proverbs 22, uh, uh, verse 28. It says, do not move your uh, ancient boundary stones. Do not cheat your neighbor by moving the ancient boundary marker set up by previous generations. Do not move the ancient landmark that your fathers have set. Okay. Also in 2310, do not move, excuse me, do not m- remove the ancient landmark, nor enter the fields of the fatherless. Right. So this is known. Right. You don't cheat your neighbor by moving the ancient boundary markers set up by previous generations. And this was done to us. So the prophet actually dropped this into our lap. And that stone's actually spoken about um, in depth in the book America by BC by Barry Fell. Barry Fell was a professor of invertebrate zoology at the Harvard Museum of Cooperative Zoology. Okay. And so there you have the Harvard professor writing about, ancient american culture discussing the various Phoenician artifacts found throughout the americas and the prophet tied us back into that there's no way around it that's why any anytime you see these people out here um these abo aboriginal you know whatever they want to call themselves and they're you know if they're doing that thing cool but if they want to go at the moors they don't know what they're getting they, it's like stepping in dog doo-doo you're trying to go against the Moors. Are you crazy? Do you know what we're tied into? All of this land is ours. We have the actual, um, because when you think about it, this is an ancient boundary stone. We have legal artifacts, ancient artifacts, dating back thousands of years, showing that we're here. This is no joke. We take this very seriously, right? We're not claiming to be living the ancestors of people who lived in TPs and and huts and things like that temporary establishments right no we're the moors we actually have cities temples running water all of these things across the world including here in the americas that's what we're tied back into and so um you know anyone who's trying to attack that is coming from a very limited perspective and even though i I don't do um like debates over here i'm not really trying to go back and forth with people, especially people who aren't whose scholarship isn't up to um, a level where it's even worth acknowledging them, I'm not trying to do that on here, but all of that stuff could be deaded with any more American who's, who's um, well studied. Right. But um, this is what we're tying back into. Um, I spoke about that briefly on here. not sure what was up with the audio, but everybody that's here though, please click the like and share button. Let's get some more likes on this video because we have Phoenician artifacts found in the Americas. There's
3: one specific. The Phoenicians had artifacts. Yeah. So,
1: guys, I don't know what's going on with the audio. (laughs) I'm not trying to. We can trace ourselves back through history right here in the Americas and find history that lines right
3: up with what the prophets said.
1: Yeah, once again, I I don't know what's going on with the audio. We can trace ourselves back through history right here in the Americas, and find history that lines right up with what the prophets said about our ancestors coming over here and settling, inhabiting the Americas before the great earthquake which caused the Atlantic Ocean. Now that makes sense because we see, oh yeah, the Phoenicians had artifacts here. And that one that I was speaking about, it said, by this I take claim, signed Hanno Bay. That is a marker stone denoting the dominions of this Phoenician or the Phoenician people. And it was found in Massachusetts. So that's important because, I mean, there's no telling how old that is, but it's several thousands of years old is, um, you know, before um, European civilization or before the european um colonization excuse me all right so this shows that our ancestors are over here and they they were moors and even some of the indigenous people the indigenous tribes they describe this same story of their ancestors coming over here across that ocean or across that water before it was the ocean the great river and settling here the Mayans, the Aztecs, they created the civilization down there in Mexico. They said the same thing. And so this is what the prophet is really connecting us to is something ancient. It, it predates the Indians that were over here living in teepees. We were over here living in cities, having running water and things of that nature. And so, like. um. Also, it's not just something where we want to just sit up and talk about we was kings, how great we were. We're actually doing the work to build ourselves back up so that we can realize our greatness. That's why I was showing the pictures too, just to show a practical way that this works, because there's so much confusion out there and so many people saying different things and also, so many people who like have no plan of putting in any work to actually build any type of real physical community where, like, you know, we need to grow our own food, we need all of these things to do for ourselves. Because these people back in the 1920s were down to do it. But like a hundred years later, 2023, we we want to use the internet, but we don't want to have like the actual satellites and all of those things that make it work. We Won't even want to do plumbing and grow food. None of that stuff, you know, We and we you know, I was just trying to bring it back to reality. Like we, we have to build all of that stuff and, and we have to have our own finances. You know, th- this is the only way this works. This is the only way we have our own nation. We have to build it. And so um, I just wanted to share that with everyone, you know, on a practical level, this is why it works. This is also why back in 1928, one of us was recognized as a head of state because they were doing this work and he was recognized by his people as the leader. This is also why we honor him still to this day. Islam, so hopefully that made sense. Um, But yeah, so that for the most part, this is what we do here in the More Science Temple of America, we do meet um, no matter what, we meet every week, Friday and Sunday uh, to study who we are to make sure that we can stand confidently on who we are so um, so that we're not out here faking the funk, pretending to be Moorish American, and we're not. And then also outside of this, we're working slowly to actually build up, you know, build our temple up and then build up our community, Islam. Okay. So, um, yeah, were there any questions, any questions or comments? All right. Okay. Um, Let's see. So, yeah. So if there's no questions or comments, Morris, we're going to go ahead. Hello. Islam, I'm not sure what happened, but uh, yeah, if there's no questions or comments, we're going to go ahead and go into the closing of the meeting. All right. All right, uh, Morris. Oh, Islam. Islam, did you have a question or comment? All right. Yes, not so. Um. Uh, before we close out I do want to just share just a few things uh all right so i do ask that uh everybody go to the website go to our uh, temple website that's morishamericans.com www.MoorishAmericans.com. okay make sure you go there if you haven't made a um, free account on there you can making an account on there is not joining the temple by the way just you can make an account. Um, and Also, I asked everyone, donate, send a donation to the temple. You can use the uh, PayPal button or the QR code at the bottom to send a donation to our temple. And um, that's moorishamericans.com. Okay, and um, let's see. Uh, you can also uh, contact us on there, too, if you have any questions later on. Just click that contact button, uh, the phone number's there, or you can fill out that contact form. And that's morishamericans.com Okay. And um, we are going camping too with the uh the temple. Like we're we're gonna be camping. And I believe that is it, Morris. Um, if there's anyone who is ready. To join the Moorish Science Temple of America and proclaim your nationality, feel free to speak now.
6: Yes, my name is James Jackson. I would like to
1: join. All right, Islam brother, where are you located? I'm in Coatesville, Pennsylvania. Okay, Islam. Uh, let's see, uh, brother, I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you our phone number. And let's yeah. go ahead and talk on the side. All right, Islam, praise Allah. Okay, all meetings are to be open and closed promptly according to the Circle Seven in love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. I do wanna ask that all who are able to please stand and face the East for the closing prayer. You do not need to repeat after me. We stand facing the East with our heels together so that our feet are at a 45 degree angle and holding up two fingers on the right and five on the left. So our arms are in the cactus pose, holding up two fingers on the right and five on the left. And you do not need to repeat after me. Allah, bind our hearts and minds back to our ancient forefathers, divine creed and principle. We ask this in thy holy name and the seven Elohim, amen. Islam, for us have a blessed holy day peace and love. I will talk to you all again on Sunday, same time. This meeting is now adjourned.
6: Peace, Morris. It's long. Peace and love. Happy holiday, monsters.
3: Please, um, holiday. Uh...
2: Every day, billions of searches are conducted online, therefore it is critical that your company stands out to the small percentage of clients who are essential to your business. Our team of local digital marketing consultants and SEO experts is eager to help your company achieve its goals through a consultative approach, top Google rankings, and collaboration with industry experts. Here at Adept Marketing Solutions, we stand for integrity, dedication, ingenuity, and results. We know how to navigate the ever-changing digital landscape and what brands must do to succeed. Visit our website to see what we can do to help you reach your goals. Fez Caps blends Moorish style with modern streetwear hats. The cutting-edge design features Moorish symbols with a silk tassel on the dome of the cap. More than just a fashion statement, Fezcaps represents something powerful and ancient within you. Go to Fezcaps.com to order your Fezcap now. Don't let your history start at slavery.
1: Join with Moorish Science Temple, a lawfully charted Islamic organization, and proclaim your nationality while helping us uplift fallen humanity. Founded
0: by American prophet Noble Drew Ali and consistently promoted plans for the betterment of humankind. We are located in Columbus, Ohio. Visit our website www.moorishamericans.com and follow us
1: on
2: social media. We hold live meetings on Zoom every Friday and Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Give us a call at
1: 614-407-614-407. 4394 if you would like to join or send donations to help us uplift fallen humanity.